0: Welcome to Prop Chat. We are here to talk about property, the ups, the downs, and how you can get started in property investing. And now here's your host,
1: Dave McGlashan. Hello and welcome back to Prop Chat. First and foremost, apologies for the brief hiatus we took over there, we, we got a little busy, um, but what we're doing is getting straight back into podcasting by giving you some of our recorded content, some of our live webinars that we've been doing, um, so there's a nice big backlog for you guys to work through. I uh, really hope you enjoy it. If you want to catch these live, it happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 o'clock on our Facebook page, you're welcome to join us, otherwise the recordings will always come up over here on the podcast, so you're welcome to catch up here.
2: Hey, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Andrew Walker, and I'm going to be the host for the next 30 to 40 minutes. Now, now for the regulars out there, you know that we've been bringing you live updates with regards to how the COVID-19 is affecting us as property property investors and property practitioners. Now we are going into eight weeks of lockdown, and I've had a lot of conversations with residential landlords, commercial landlords. All about is the property market completely dead. Are there people out there still investing in property? Are there investors, are the people out there buying and selling? Here's the awesome news, ladies and gents. I've got a full room of property investors from Johannesburg, Cape Town, um, and they're going to be talking about their experiences. And we also have Bruno Samau, who's going to start off giving us a legal update with regards to what's one big change that's happened between last Thursday and today. But before we get into it all, let's see who's on here. Okay, Lee, Brennan, I can see you there. How's it, Hennick? Good to see you. Paul, um, Isabel, um, who else is on? There's quite a few. Dave's on there. So ladies and gents, please do this for me right now. The people that are watching, let me know where you are in the country. Are you in Joburg, Durban, Cape Town? And let me know, are you a landlord? Are you a tenant? Um, let's see on there. So yes, good to see you there. So Paul, where are you in the country? Let us know. The, the, oh, the country, the city that you're in. Uh, And are your tenants a landlord or an investor? Let me know now. And please share this with anyone you know that is interested in property investing here in South Africa. Maybe that you're an investor yourself. It could be that your brother or friend, please, Tag them in the post, and here's a great thing: you have the opportunity to ask live questions. So, as we go through this update, if you can think of any questions, uh, it may be for Bruno, uh, it may be for Bruno Samal um, with regards to his update. It could be for Matt and Shane from Hero or Silen Dile. It could be for any one of our panelists. Please send through the live update. Um, I've got my my iPad here, and we will be taking questions throughout. Dimitri, how's the buddy? Good to see you on there. Jay from PE, uh, Hennex from Bosch. Okay, great. Please tag in your friends. This is going to be an awesome conversation. The great news as well is that we are recording this. So if you if you haven't registered yet, you can get a, a hold of this copy with a whole with, with about seven to eight weeks worth of content. Um, just go to joinsappen.com, joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. Register. It's for free and you'll access a lot of relevant up-to-date information with regards to what's been happening. And we we constantly keep that page up to date where, where it goes through fake news versus real news. What's happening, with, what's happening with all the banks, with the tenants? So please keep a close eye on that page. Okay. So people, you're a, a landlord of Peter Marisburg. Great. Doris, you're from Sunny Hill. Marisha, good to see you. Kendall from Durban, I just spoke to you about property deals, didn't I? So please, let everyone know about this. This is going to be super exciting. So let's first start with Bruno. So Bruno, can you please
3: introduce yourself first? Hey, Andrew. Thanks so much. Um, Thanks for having me on again. Uh, Just a quick introduction. Um, I'm a a specialist property attorney. I've got a firm in Sandton and Sunninghill. And uh, yeah, I've been doing this for the last 15 years, primarily focused on the commercial side and the property side of the law. Fantastic, thank you, Bruno. Now, before we go to update, just to let the
2: audience know, Bruno, we've got Matt and Shane from Cura, uh, Cura Property Group here in Johannesburg. We've got Sandila who owns a stock file, and Sandila's going to be talking about that stock file. So, if you know of anyone interested in the stock file, please uh, share that with all your friends. We've got Michael Bowen from Cape Town and Michael Faniasfeld here in Johannesburg. And they're going to be sharing with you how they're investing in property. What are they investing in? What are they looking for? So please tag in your friends and tell them to join. So Bruno, between last week, Thursday, and today, um, I know there's been a few updates, right? But could you just
3: share one of those updates with us? Absolutely. Um, So from my experience from my experience in the property industry right now the type of transactions that i'm getting in <clears throat> i am noticing that there are of, um commercial dealings happening so offers are being made um, to make sure that you have the correct suspensive conditions so the activity is definitely happening there now um on the tenant side of things i think that the most relevant We've seen uh, we've seen new directives that came out on Thursday evening, uh, regard last week Thursday uh, regarding the um, the movement of tenants, and this is something that we've been speaking a lot about. Um, and just to kind of explain, they went to level four. Um, when we went to level four, basically. Nothing changed insofar as the movement of persons were were concerned, and there was a certain regulation there that allowed people to return back to the place of homes in the event of them, for example, having gone stayed with others or having um, moved to another province. To regulations that allow for a return, but now um, I th- and I think after some complaints and some realisation, a new directive came into place that expanded the ambit of that regulation. And it basically said tenants are allowed uh, to move into properties uh, provided that their lease agreements were entered into before the 30th of April, um, and this is important because what does it actually mean for us? Are landlords now allowed to market their property and get new tenants in? Uh, so, from the looks of it, no. The, strictly speaking, the lease agreement would have already have to be entered into prior to the 30th of April. But what we were explaining to most of uh, what we were explaining to most landlords agreement was entered into before the 30th of April, it's very easy to, after the fact, record it in writing and still date your agreement prior to the 30th, because that is the only way that this tenant is going to get a permit to be able to move from his current residence to residents. So you need to make sure that they're compliant so that they can do the move. You need to make sure that they're compliant so um, that the moving company that they hire can help them So, uh, primary issue, it has to be before the 30th of April, uh, the lease agreement. So, you can record an oral lease agreement and you can date it, you can predate it because that's when the negotiations took place. So, great news, new tenants can move into your property if you'd already arranged them before this. Um, Also, if you've bought a property and transfer happened before the lockdown, you weren't able to move into the property, uh, that's also allowable now. So, people can now move in provided that they've taken transfer of the property before the lockdown ended. So that's also great news. Um, And then on that note, insofar as the moving in and out of tenants is concerned, um, the next question always came around, what happens if my tenants aren't paying? With this window period that we have until the 7th of June. So until the 7th of June, you're allowed to get these tenants in and out. Can I get the tenants out? They're not paying my rent. So the problem that we're facing is you can get the tenants out, but... theoretically speaking, they would need to They need to be able to move somewhere. So unless they've had the foresight to actually make arrangements, uh, you might struggle to get them out. And unfortunately, under the regulations at the moment, evictions, execution of eviction orders aren't permitted. So you cannot evict them by way of a court order. That's, that's unfortunately the, re, uh, the, the reality. But the tenant can move out. And if – so to give you an example, let's say – towards the end of March, um, your tenant, you and your tenant had agreed to terminate the lease and you had arranged for a new tenant. And now all of a sudden, you you weren't able to get these people in on the 1st of April. This would be the ideal time now to get rid of your tenant that might not be paying, for example, and provided he's made alternative arrangements and get your new tenant in this would be the swap over time that, that you'd be looking for. Get rid of tenants, but giving notice now to default tenants, unfortunately, under most circumstances, would be 20 business days, and that would actually take you beyond that window period. So defaulting tenants right now, unfortunately, you wouldn't be able to give them notice and try to get them out.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Bruno. I'm sure we're going to have some more questions around that. So Bruno, will you be sticking around until the end? Absolutely. Cool. So what I'll suggest, ladies and gents, um, if you have any questions with regards to moving a tenant in and out or any movement, uh, please post it in the comments box now, uh, in the Facebook comments, post it in there, um, and I will make sure that we answer those questions with Bruno at the end. Thank you very much. If you've just joined us, ladies and gents, welcome to our update. Uh, for those of for those of you that haven't registered with the COVID-19 page, just go to joinsapman.com forward slash COVID-19, because we will be putting this as a replay on that site where we are keeping all the information up to date. So, let's see who's joined us. So, Bruce, how's it? Bruce, good to see you. Leonie, good to see you. Uh, Kanye, great. Please share this with your friends, ladies and gents. We're about to go into active property investors. You know, in the last few weeks, people have been asking me, you know, is now the time to buy property investment? Should we be buying commercial, residential? Should we be holding? Can you all let me know now in the chat box, do you feel now is the time to start looking for property opportunities? Give me a yes or no. And and if you are looking, if you are busy going through a property purchase, let us know about it. So please let us know now, Bruce, Miguel, Elise, Kanye, all of you, please, is now the time to be looking to invest in the property market. Um, in here here in South Africa. Give me a yes or no. But let's kick this off. I want to start ladies first. So, Cylindile, are you out there? So, we are going to start with Cylindile. Where is Cylindile? Let me catch you here. There she is. Okay, there we go. Brilliant. Can Hi. you start introducing yourself?
4: Okay. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Linda Lissiani. Um, I am the, fa- the founder and chairperson of Takisizu Property Stockfile. Uh, I am a member of the South African Property Investors Network and, um, one of the winners of the SA Investor of the Year Award. So we actually entered the competition as a property stockfile. category.
2: Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you still a dealer. Um, Let's start off, not everyone knows what a stock file is. So could we start off by you just explaining what's the concept of a stock file?
4: So a concept of a stockfile is essentially just crowdfunding for whatever it is that you want to achieve. Traditionally in South Africa, that's been used um, mostly for purchasing items, whether that's groceries or um, just money rotating amongst the members or whatever the case might be. So what's that's what they've been traditional used traditionally used for. But um, you know, that's sort of like more consumption focused and it's not really investment or growth focused whereby the funds are pulled together and then only to be spent. So we put a spin on a stock in that we are actually investing, putting money together to invest that in in assets that are going to generate income for us.
2: Exactly. Now, from from your uh, point of view, Selandile, your stock that you already have now. Yes, we're in lockdown. Have you stopped investing those funds or are your members still contributing and are you still investing in the property market?
4: so we're still very much um active um andrew we have actually been going very very strong during the lockdown and i think it's partly because we use technology a lot so our members are from all over south africa so all the um, so nothing has changed for us in fact we've actually done a whole lot better um as an example last month we raised about Three hundred thousand rand, and this month we raised five hundred and thirty thousand rand, which is almost like a sixty percent increase in over a month. So clearly, our members um realize the value of investing in property, and they're comfortable with using the stock fell as a vehicle because it's something that you know, as South Africans, we grew up with, um, and we understand quite well.
2: Exactly, one hundred percent. And cylinder, if you don't mind me asking you, um what type of property investments? Are you investing, is it residential, is it commercial, is it short-term projects, long-term projects, and what type of return are your members getting?
4: So we've invest in multi-led properties like we won't do like a single property single tenant like let's say a tenant renting like a two bedroom in Medrand or whatever, so uh, the properties that we invest in are multi-led in nature, whether that's student accommodation or just normal multi-leds, so those are, are mostly in the residential space, Um, even though we've done like one in the commercial space, but mostly are in the residential space, Um so how it works is that we invest the money and then the returns that the members then get is um, a minimum of 15% per annum. That's the returns that we've been uh, providing our members since we started.
2: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Selandila. Now, as Selandila said there, ladies and gents, Celandila was one of the winners of the Investor of the Year. Um, and, please, and, and while that's relevant, please write this date down for me. The 27th of May, Um, At 6.30 p.m., we are running our next SA Property Investors Network virtual networking event, and we've invited all the winners of the Investor of the Year 2019, and there's four of them, ladies and gents, so please make sure you don't miss that day because we're going to be talking to them that evening, all of the winners about the experiences uh, how has of the year changed their life? What are they all doing around South Africa? So please don't miss that event. It's the 27th of May. You'll see that Michelle Swart is uh, very active in the comments. She is going to post the date and the link for, for that event. So thank you very much for that, cylinder. Okay. Thanks, Andrew. Let's now move to, um, I'm going to move to uh, Matt and Shane from Cura Properties. Uh, so Matt, maybe if you could introduce the, the company for us, who you guys are, where you met and what Cura Property Group is all about.
5: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrew. Really grateful to be a, a part of the panel today. Um, yeah, my name is Matt. Uh, the panel today as well as Shane Roger, my partner, and we co-founded Cura Property Group about two years ago. Uh, we were finalists in the beginner cat in the beginner category last year in the uh SAP and Investor of the Year Awards. And uh, we essentially exist to empower people through our property investments, um not just investors, but also our buyers and our sellers as well.
2: Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, hey Matt. Um now I want to ask Matt or Shane, I'm not sure if Shane wants to answer or Matt. Um, you know, Shane, I was having a conversation with you actually a few weeks or yeah. about not a few weeks ago, a few days ago. Um, are you boys very active in the market right now? And if you are very active, what type of deals are you looking for?
1: Yeah, so we, we definitely find ourselves being quite active in the market um, across all our disciplines that we do invest in. So that's multi lets, flips, um, and developments. So, multi lets, uh, we're still searching out for more. Uh, we're getting all our quantities of areas on board uh, as we're prepping to do three more multi lets as we come out of lockdown. Uh, on the side of sales and flipping properties, yeah. So we're flipping a property at this moment in time, and yeah, we've got a couple of offers on that.
2: So, so on that, on that, Shane. Um, whilst we've been in lockdown, did you did you put a property, a property twenty four private property, and you see those four offers? What happened there?
1: Yeah, so we've got four offers. Uh, We did put it on Property24. Uh, We also did a bit of a video walkthrough, but we've been promoting the property heavily. Um, Yeah, and we've got three offers above what we actually asked for.
2: Okay, great. So during the lockdown, um, you or Matt obviously went to the property. I am assuming you you just took your camera, did you? And you walked around, you filmed. um, And have people people put through a formal offer subject to them viewing outside of lockdown?
1: Yes, that's quite correct.
2: Okay. Now that individual, are they waiting
1: to view to go get finance or are they already applying for the finance? Do you know? Yeah. So we've already got them through the pre-qualifications, um, setting up their financing already as they're quite determined to buy the property. Um, and obviously they've seen the video walkthrough. So that's just another way of putting yourselves forward. They're going to be beyond and above what is expected so that people already see the property in the exact same ways that they would have if they had to view it.
2: Oh, okay, great. Thanks, Shane. So, Matt, coming back to you, um, maybe just talk to us. What's your experience been um, in the last, you know, three four weeks? Are you finding that there's still opportunities coming up? Are you still getting lots of leads in the marketplace? People are looking for for buyers like yourself? Are you are you sensing a lot of fear in the market? Just maybe give us your experience because you and Matt, or you and Shane, are very active in the market. Yeah, no, definitely,
5: Andrew. Um, for sure, there, there's a lot of fear out there at the moment. Um, I think a lot of people are, uh, you know, just waiting to see what will happen. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of fear out there. Um, you know, from our perspective, uh, you know, we've, we've pretty much continued as normal. Uh, we're to market our services to to potential customers. Um, we're getting a lot of people contact us on a daily basis. Uh, you know, looking to sell their property. Uh, but also on the flip side, we get a lot of people contacting us to invest in property as well. So there, there is a lot of fear out there, but at the same time, there is um, a, a lot of opportunity. And I think that those that are informed do do sense that. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people are are, are going to start looking to to upload their property, uh, especially if they come to some sort of financial uh, crisis, given what's happening.
2: Absolutely. Th- thank you so much, uh, Matt. And Matt, this channel. I'll come to you a bit later. I know you're busy looking for more people to join your company. So I'll come back to you later, and we'll talk about that. Before I come to, or before I go to Michael Bowen uh, from Cape Town, I want to get his experience from a Cape Town point of view. Um, let's just see what the answers were. I asked all of you. It's now the time to invest. So Ralph. Well, uh, Ralph says hi. Marsha says hi. Kendall from Durban from Remax says definitely now. Tabo says yes, it's a good time. Bronwyn from Edenvale, possibly yes. Bit of uncertainty there, Bron. Linda Kula, you say, uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Ralph says yes. Uh, Nikki, everyone is saying yes, 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 yes. Uh, Maybe in three to six months. So there's lots of yeses. Here's the thing I want to know from each one of you then. If you think that now is the time to look for opportunities and to pick up bargains, could you, could you let me know in what market, in what segment? Are you talking residential properties? Are you talking commercial? If it's residential, are we talking below a million or above a million? Um, can you let us all know in the comments right now, um, which le- where do you think the bargains are gonna come from? What level, commercial, residential? Let me know now in the box. And also, let me know what area. Is it Joburg? Is it Cape Town? Let me know where you think the bargains are going to be. And just remember, ladies and gents, to write down that date for the 27th of May. You don't want to miss that event. It's our virtual property networking event where we'll be connecting you. We bring in Epson Banking. We bring in Tuffin. We bring in Tel African. We bring in all our partners into that event. You don't want to miss out. The link will be in the comments box. And then I'll come back. Uh, Rian Nordia says, how's it? Robin Booth, good to see you there. So Real and Robin, if you could let me know, where will the opportunities in the property market be? Okay, so I think let's now jump to uh, Michael Bowen. Uh, first of all, a very warm welcome, Michael. Hi, Andrew. Can you hear me all right? 100%. Perfect. Thank you very much. So first of all, let's. Uh, if you could introduce yourself a bit about who Michael is, uh, and then we'll get into the type of properties that you're looking for.
6: Fantastic. My name is Michael Bone. I invest uh, mostly in Joburg and um, Pretoria, although recently I'm starting to move back towards Cape Town. Um, that's what I've been working on for the last few weeks during this lockdown. The reason for that is Joburg is generally a bit more quicker and a bit more active. Um, however, over the last few weeks, certainly since the end of lockdown, there's a lot of traction from the estate agents um, calling up saying, OK, we've got properties. We want to sell the price. I originally quoted you. We're very amenable to the, the price we we'll set you on. Um, there was one here in How Bay that they originally called me two months back, three months back, um, started at 3.7 million without me even having to call them. Um, they just called back and said, Listen, well, I think we can get that owner down to 3 million without even having to ask too much and probably even more beyond that. So, focus now is definitely going to come back to Cape Town. I think there's a lot of opportunity arising down here.
2: Yeah, because I think, Michael, you know, looking back at the last few years, Cape Town did this, right? certain areas, 20, 30%. And I guess what goes up very quickly tends to come down very quickly as well. Um, and so I, I, I think Cape Town's seeing a very, uh, a correction in the marketplace very quickly, right?
6: Absolutely. And I rode that wave up for quite a few years with two of the properties I had down here and sold one. Um, made quite a bit of money out of it in a very short amount of time with Cape Town and sold it at that 2016 period. The last year or two with the drought and everything else has hammered it. And now when you get this on top of it, it's just taking prices lower and lower. Um, Woodstock was on the up and up and each time you call up the agents, they going, no, it's gone like that, it's gone like that, it's gone like that <laughs> now I'm calling up and they're saying it's still in the market and they're calling me going, listen, it's still in the market we're negotiable, give us an offer um, I'm verbally giving them my offer, they're going, okay, well that's way too low for us, And said, so, well, let me know when you get there um, and a week later they'll come back and go, okay we're coming closer, do you think you can meet us halfway on this? No, I've got my price you know what price is um, so agents are getting very hungry down here
2: and so what you say, Michael, um, if you had to give advice to people, would it then be that in these times you have your price and you should stick to your price?
6: I'd say now more so than ever. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with the property market. There, my best guess is that there will be price drops. How much it drops? Is it 10%? Is it 20%? Make the assumption on everything you do. Take off 10% from your rents, even 20% of your rents that you think you can get or know you can get now. Um, and then working from that number backwards. Um, pretty much hearing that from everyone around here as well. Just take a drop on what you think you can get for rent.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so then, Michael, on that point then, right, so you mentioned uh, Joburg, Cape Town. I know that you met Matt and Shane through one of our SA property investor networking events because that's what we do, right? We connect people. Um, but let's talk Cape Town specifically. Where do you think the opportunities in Cape Town, what type of properties are you personally looking at? Is it... Multilets, family houses, buying and selling. What is it exactly that you're after?
6: So there's three corridors down here which I really like. There's the M3 corridor, which goes from observatory all the way down to Musenberg. And that whole area has been having a rejuvenation over the last five or six years, um, especially the deeper field kind of area, Plumstead area has been massively coming up, Bergfleet area. That's the one property I sold, literally almost doubled the price a few years back. Um, then the other area goes from the observatory side all the way through to Kells River through Belleville. Um, that's all part of the UDZ zone. That's all coming up. So Tuff is very hungry around there, especially the Mowbray area where you still find all these GR4 single dwelling houses are sitting on, on a GR4 piece of land, prime for being redeveloped. They're on the jammy route to the UCT Cape Town. Everything is ripe in that place. Um, and then up north as well, there's a nice corridor that goes from Woodstock again, And it runs all the way through Rugby, Milnerton kind of area. Again, the bus routes that are going up through there, the My City bus routes, the expansion of that bus routes, the expansion of um, what's a Century City right next door, it's just opening up that area. There's a massive um, special redevelopment zone that's going to be built above Milnerton, which is a Cape Town 20 or 30 year plan to build this mega city outside of Cape Town, anywhere along those three routes. People are hungry, they're looking, they're looking at multi-list, looking at room rentals. We looked at one in Maitland recently, um, started to give it a little bit of a test and it's okay, fine. Let me just test how much I can actually get for a room, put it on Gumtree and 74 hits later I had to take it down. Um, It was hungry. It's on the right track. People want to get quick access, 15 minutes. If you live any further out, you're talking two, three hours some days to get to work.
2: Absolutely. That's, it's, it's opportunity, right? And this is, this is why I brought you on, Michael, um, and the other Michael, the Matt and Shane, is, you know, there's a lot of people are being very negative about the property market and saying that the market is dead and don't invest. And there's people like you and Mark and myself and Shane who are active. So, I mean, by the sounds of it, Mark, uh, you are fairly positive about the outlook of the property market over the next few years, I assume.
6: Absolutely. So now is the time to do it. Never get a, let a good recession go to waste um property tends to rebound back within a few years four to five years and it starts to come back up again so if you're buying now at a deep deep discount uh, yep. longer term you can only just you're going to make so much money out of it um i'm very very hungry right now I spoke to a couple <laughs> of guys on stuff. they are super hungry um they can't yep. unfortunately be given bonza but they are super hungry in so many locations and saying to me if you can find something here we can talk about breaking that 80 percent kind of barrier um
0: exactly
6: they're willing to invest in these areas
2: especially now Exactly. Thank you so much, eh, Mark. That's Michael Bowen from Cape Town. I might come to you towards the end, Mark, and just ask you, you know, what is one piece of advice that you have for our uh, for our listeners? And just remember, ladies and gents, if you want to ask any of us a question, whether it's Matt and Shane, Dile, Michael Bowen, Michael Fonyas or Bruno, in the comments box, please ask your questions. If you're not sure, we are here to support you. Now I ask you the question: Where is the opportunity in South Africa right now? Let's see what people are saying. So Jay J from PE is saying the res uh, the residential market below a million. Bronwyn for South below a million rand. And uh, Edenvale Bronwyn, that's our little secret. Uh, a little a, a little few gems, here, aren't they? Um, to Boho residential up to seven hundred. I'm looking in Johannesburg, more especially in the east rand. cha-ching, me too. Paul Adams, residential market below the one million. Um, okay, who else have we got here? Belief for the residential market below $1 million. Okay, Chris John, where do you think it's uh, Where do you think it's going to be? So lots of people, no one's mentioned commercial, everyone's residential. I'm on the same page as you. Someone said about, uh, above the 2.5 million mark in Cape Town. Uh, Tony Ninkovich, welcome. It's good to see you there. Tony's from Heart to Beer Sports, and we we're talking about the deal, won't we, Tony? Somewhere in hearties. Okay, now here's the next question for all of you. I want to know from you then, uh, Howard Matheson saying residential under 800? So it seems like the majority of you are saying that the opportunity is going to be in the residential market under 800. You've just got to make sure where you're going to be buying it. Um, you know, just to let you know, myself and Nika today, we're actually analyzing three buy-to-lets here in Kempton Park. So if anyone is looking for opportunities, reach out to us. Um, Michelle Swartz, if you don't mind posting the Sapin Connect a link in the comments box. If you're looking for opportunities, we're naturally getting emailed throughout the country. Kendall Coward from Remax Durban has got some property opportunities. Just connect with us through SAP and Connect, um, and we'll see if we can connect you with the sellers of those properties, okay? So please do that. The other question for all of you, I want to know from all of you right now, um, are you getting started a property or do you already own one investment property? Just let me know. So just right there, getting started or I'm already a property investor. I've got one or more uh, property investors, uh, property investment deals. Let me know now in the chat box. I'm starting out, or I've got more than one. Let me have a look here. Please put that on. Let me know. And there's a reason. I'm, and there's a reason why I'm asking that question. So, getting started, or I have above one investment property. Okay, I see who's on the Anton, good to see you there. Linda, uh, companies placed under business rescue will use the opportunity to lay off employees. Um, Albert, you're saying residential below a million. Uh, Lucano, you're getting started. Chris Jones already established. Bong's owes two. Okay, keep that going. Keep that coming and I'll come back to that because there is another another date I do want to give you, which is this Saturday, but I will come back to that. Um, so there's a few dates I'm giving you. So remember the 27th of May is the SA property investors networking Event that all of you need to be at. That is going to be from 630 PM. We'll put a link in there. Um, I've got Donna bonsai, the winner of the Investor of the Year 2019. And we're going to be running through one of his deals from start to finish, how he found it, how he negotiated it, how is he making a positive cash flow property, plus all the other winners of the Investor of the Year, plus all our partners, and we'll give you a chance to network with each other through SAP & Connect. We will, do the, we will do the connecting for you. So don't miss out that event. I'm going to give you the details of the event coming up this Saturday after I've spoken to Mark Van Josfeld. So please stay on the line. I've got a few more questions for you. Um, okay, great. So uh, let's jump to you, Mark. First of all, how's it going, Mark?
0: How's it, Andrew? Thanks very much for having me.
2: Pleasure, man. So, I mean, Mike, I've known you for a good few years. Just to give a context, ladies and gents, um, I met Mike van Jelsveld back in 2016. Mike was one of my personal coaching students. Um, I do know most of you on there, if you don't know, through the Property Academy. Um, we do have a list of property coaches, or I should point to this one maybe. Um, and Mike came through uh, came through the program as, as one of my students. And Mike van Yersveld is now a property coach here in the Edenvale area. Um, so, Mike, just a quick introduction to yourself, your experience in property.
0: Sure, man. Okay, so uh, I'm Mike from the Asphalt, as Andrew and mentioned. I'm a full time property investor, developer, and a property coach as well for the Property Academy, based in Edenvale uh, here on the East End. Uh, also invest mostly in in Joburg. Um, try and try and keep it close by. Quite hands on. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, in in um. Um uh, my,
2: my main focus is uh um multi-led properties and uh development. Okay, great, Mike. Um, now Mike obviously being in lockdown and you are in property full time now, which is great. And you know, Mike, you've bought and sold, you've done a development. Uh, and you said that you look and you say and you mentioned multi-let. I know you are also getting involved in a commercial property. What's your in the last what seven or eight weeks? You know, how active have you really been? You know, are you still looking for more opportunities? Have you had an offer accepted? Maybe just tell us about your experience in lockdown.
0: Okay, so my experience is kind of twofold. So on, on the one side of my business, where it's um, development and building, is completely shut down, okay? You can't do anything. Nothing happens. It just completely stops. And I think that will only be lifted in, in level two. So, so I hear, and uh, who actually knows when that might come? So uh, that's just all put on hold. But then, um, with with our with our um, investing approach uh, in the multi lets, um, I've I've basically focused. And and we, um, Michael Bowen mentioned that that there's all these corridors, um, very active corridors and bus routes and everything down in Cape Town. We've got exactly the same thing here in Joburg, where um, there's three three main corridors, and they're actually called the Corridors of Freedom. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a government initiative that that was brought brought in around maybe 2014, and um, there's there's three of them. So the one is Turf Road in Turfington, where they're building the Rio bus bus station. The other one is Barry Herzog, um, and and it runs through through that side of town. And then where I've kind of focused is the um, it, it's it's on Louis Boerse Avenue. So what these corridors of freedom actually aim aim to do is is create very high density, as Michael was was alluding to, and and to, to to get commuters from, from the, the, the poorer sort of um, areas into into the city very quickly, um, where uh, where they can use public transport. So I've I've basically been focusing in Orange Grove where you can pick up very um, rundown homes for for um, quite low. Um, in the past, sort of uh, well, the one the the, the one multi-let that I that I purchased, I was about to take occupation on the 1st of April and I was kind of uh, stumped there, so, so I'm waiting to still get into that one. But then um, I put an offer in um, during lockdown on, on on a property just maybe three houses down from that one in the same street um, in, in, in this corridor. And um, so, so during lockdown that was accepted and uh, it also needed to go into a separate company um, for various reasons. And um I was unable to to form that company because Sipsi, um hadn't opened their name reservations department, which only now has has come on board and I've only been able to register the company uh, maybe a, a day or two ago. Um, so there's been um, hurdles that, that that we've we've um, been having to jump but jump through. Um, the last one that that uh, my offer was accepted, it's uh, so a small commercial deal in Eastleigh, uh, where it's four units and um, yes, yeah, so that's also just been dragging along uh, the, the offer was accepted around about the beginning of lockdown and we're just waiting to sort of kick things off and and, and get stuck into these uh, these properties.
2: Okay, Mark, so are you saying that now is the time to get involved or should people be holding back?
0: Absolutely. Eh? The time to get involved was probably around sometime in the middle of last year. It was a buyer's market from from early on in, in, in last year and now it's just it's just going to get better.
2: Absolutely. And there we have a ladies and gents. So remember, if you have any questions for Mike or the other Mike, Selena, please pop it in the list. I can see there's a few new people. So a lot of you are saying, I asked you the question around um, who's starting on property and who's got a few, one or more properties. So so one more than one. Uh, Levi, you got eight. Fantastic. Liesl, you got one, a few people starting up. The reason I was sharing, sharing it with you is that what we find is a lot of property investors here in South Africa, they often buy properties without a strategy. They buy properties without understanding how return on investment works, how to run the numbers. They buy a property because someone told them to buy a property. So what we are doing this Saturday between nine o'clock and four o'clock is what's called the Wealth Builder Workshop. And then it's all about reviewing your existing portfolio, whether it's one property or it's eight properties. Let's review what you have. Let's look at the the equity you have in the property. Let's let's look at the cash flow that you've got. How can we maximize? We will then look at restructuring because some of you may have bought the property in the wrong entity. One of the most uh, common questions we get, are you buying in a trust, a PTY personal name? So we're going to touch on that. And I've got an interview with Bruno Samal. What we then look at doing is once we've reviewed and restructured, how do you gain momentum in this market to then excel? So we are doing that this Saturday, but it's only for people that already own at least one investment property between nine o'clock and four o'clock this Saturday. I'm going to ask Michelle Swartz if she can please post the link on there. So if you're out there and you want to review what you have um, to maximize your investment uh, portfolio, this Saturday is for you. Okay, so I wanted to see, I wanted to get that out there. So let's see what we what what else we have on here. Um, so what do we have, Lucy? Good to see you again. How long do investors keep their properties for, generally? It's a very good question, Lucy, because everyone's different. Right? Some people, Lucy, they're building a property portfolio. the The purpose of buying their long term assets is to put it into a trust or into a trust type structure to then pass down to the kids. Whereas some investors will start investing a property, they will look at the return of, on equity. So what return are they getting in the equity? Because it does get to a point, Lucy, where it doesn't make sense to own their property anymore and they will then sell their property. So it really it really does depend on the individual's intention of why they bought the property. And Lucy, this is what I'm talking about. Most people don't know why they're investing. They don't know what the strategy really is. They don't have a clear mind map, but that's what we do at the Property Academy of SAP is give that type of guidance. Someone has asked you a question. Uh, do you have any coaches in Cape Town? Yes, we do. Uh, just go to SAP and Connect, and you'll see there uh, there is a tick box for the education side. Um, you can connect with us on that. Um, Remember, any questions for Bruno Samao with regards to movement of tenants? Because we've got about five minutes and we'll then be moving on. But just coming to Shane and Matt, um, I'm really interested in your call of call business plan. Tell me, you know, where are you guys now um, and what are you looking for?
1: Yeah. So um, we, we're looking to migrate to the digital age and trying to assist people in that way. Um, and so we, we're assisting, you know, different partners who want to join Cura um, and learn a little bit more from that perspective. But one of the prerequisites that we do have is people need to be able to have some sort of education and we highly recommend people going through the property academy before ever approaching us to say, listen, I want to learn a little bit more about practical side of things. Um, secondly, we migrating, our website so that people invest digitally. Um, people as sellers can also sell their homes digitally through our website. Yeah, brilliant. And, and just to give a
2: context again, Shane, uh, ladies and gents, you know Shane came through the SA Property Investors Network, um, where I ended up coaching Shane and helping Shane get off your feet, right? Because you were you were what in year three or year four of university? Yeah, my s-
1: second year of university.
2: Second year. Uh, and just by and just by and 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 uh, Shane, that's where you met uh, met May. <laughs> met Matt at the SA Property Investors Network, right? Yeah,
1: that's, that's quite correct. Yeah, you set us up. Um, and from there, before that, Matt nor I managed to deal deal uh, at all. Uh, we met up and then, yeah, within 10 months, we had one property underneath the table. And then, yeah, two years from now, we are sitting at our 15th. 15th deal. Awesome. Well done. Eh? So, so ladies and gents,
2: um, you know, we will be working with Matt and Shane in the future. But again, if you want to get connected to any one of these investors, all you need to do is go to step connect um, and connect through there. There are a few questions I've got here. So remember, ladies and gents, I've given you two dates, the, the property networking event, the 27th of May at 6.30 in the evening. And then this Saturday at nine o'clock is the Wealth Builder Workshop for property investors, you already own one investment property. Let's say we let's see what we got on here. Uh, so Lucy, nice to be back. Do investors wait for it to be a seller's market before selling? So, so, Lucy, it's it's a very good question because I'll I'll tell you what I'm going to be up to, Lucy. So I'm currently looking for flipping properties right now. That's now now that sounds crazy, right? Flipping properties, but I've got a list of property investors looking for a certain type of property deal, and if I can get it, if, if, if I can get in there, and negotiate the right purchase prices, um, two things I could flip it onto an investor. So I, I've already got my buyers lined up. So in my case, I, I, look, I've been flipping for fifteen years; it's in my blood. I'm always going to flip properties. Yes, I've got my strategy for holding properties as well, uh, but I've also got a strategy for taking advantage of the current market. Now, Lucy, if your question is aimed at I'm an investor, I've got a few properties and you don't need to sell. You don't want to be selling in this market ideally. You want to be holding onto your assets for as long as you can. Like, like I think it was Mike van Yersfeld or Michael Bowen said, I think it was Michael Bowen. Michael, you're right. There will be a rebound in property. We don't know when that'll be. It could be four years, five years, six or seven years. We don't know. There will be a rebound. So my advice to property investors, uh, if you don't need to sell, now is not the time to sell. So so I hope I cleared that up for you. Um, Okay, Bronwyn Forsyth. Mike, Um, so I assume that's going to be at Mike van Yosval because you're both in Edenvale. It says, yeah, I've spotted vacant land uh, along Louis Boerter and Eastgate, looking right into the new rear uh, via. I had a mixed-use development in mind. Would that be the right thing to go for in this climate? Does one go for vacant land to develop at this point? So Mark van felt if you if you can come, if you can come back on the line. Um, so to answer Bronwyn's question, and Bronwyn's also from Edenvale, a fellow um What's your opinion there
0: for the for the vacant land in um, on on Louis Boerse for mixed use? Um, yeah, um, definitely. So so it, it's it's a zone very high density. So. So you can get. Um, um, I think they were talking up to six stories high. So you can have ground floor as uh, small shops, and um, the rest should be residential. And it, and it can be a high density. It can be little studio apartments, and you can really get a lot in there. So um, yeah, depending on the price that that the 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 seller is asking, um, and and the investors you can get on board for for that kind of project, um, it is definitely a definitely a good one.
2: Yeah, definitely, eh? Um, and, and I guess also, so, so, Mike, there's, there's two things there. There's existing building, so an existing block of flats with maybe commercial units where you can just take over the asset, um, and you're buying an ongoing concern, right? That's completely different to you know, there's a there's a there's an empty piece of land, um, and now I've got to start building up. So, and I think also, Mike, on that on, on that case, you know, if someone was going to do that as their first investment, I'd advise them not to do it as their first investment. But if they've got a bit of proper experience like yourself and like Bronwyn and her husband, Scott, they've got some experience, they could look at something like that, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so so if um, I mean, if you haven't got experience, rather take on a, 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 a brownfield, they call it a brownfield where you would, you would renovate and convert, maybe convert the commercial into into small, small flats. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of work and, and, and a lot of pitfalls that that come uh, along with with Greenfield and a lot of professional costs and um, a lot of hidden costs that, uh, yeah. that are very sneaky, yeah.
2: Okay, brilliant. Okay, we are coming towards the end. I am conscious of time. That's, that's been very, very valuable. Um, just very quickly, uh, Clifford, I can see how you asked the question um, is it a good time to invest into lets, um, And what are commercial lenders' appetite to lend during this period? Um, that's a very good question, Clifford. And we actually had this conversation yesterday. For those, for those of you that don't know, uh, if you're an intermediate or professional member with the SA Property Investors Network, you do get invited to what we call Q and, lunchtime Q&A sessions where we bring these type of questions and we answer them. Um, So look, is it a good time to do multi-lets? Yes, I've got no issues with investing in multi-lets right now. And what are commercial lenders? So I mean, look, if you look at Tuff, for example, Tuff are a specialist financier. They love those type of properties, but they aren't currently lending just yet. they put a halt on the new lending. Um, and it really depends, you know, are we talking a residential house that we're converting to commercial? Um, we, when you use the word commercial properties, are we talking about retail office space? So Clifford, we probably have to take that question offline or what you could do, Clifford, is post that question onto the SA. And if you go to Facebook, which you are now, obviously, go to the group, ask that question. And people like Miguel Martins from Absa Bank or Christian Jansen from F360 will definitely help you with that question. Um, Okay. Tamelo Tamelo says, what's your opinion on buying in a property, in a property, in a new development with the expectation of generating rental income? Good question. Um, In most cases, in most cases, I wouldn't invest in a new development unless it's a development like, for example, Howard, Howard Matheson. Um, you'll see his name on there. He's got some developments at the right price where, if we can get a positive cash flow, if we can, if the deal makes financial sense would i invest in it i would look at it yes especially for new people coming into the market if there's money to be made if we buy buying their property at the right price and the numbers make sense and, and um so to answer a question here this is a you know this is where people go wrong because they do buy new builds but they don't run the numbers they don't know um and i won't mention names but i've dealt with a few investors where they are, you know, they've got minus 3,000 Rand per property and they've got six of those. They're they hemorrhaging cash every single month. So would I buy on a new development? Yes, if it makes financial sense. Um, you know, I went to Howard Matheson's uh, uh, projects uh, last year um, and, he's, and, and he's priced his properties at the right price for properties.
1: So, uh, David, has something gone wrong there? Yeah, I was just trying to figure that out. Okay, cool. So, I think uh, Andrews, we've lost Andrew, so I hope he'll come back in a few seconds. So, maybe we'll hit a few of these questions while Andrew comes back. Um, there was something cool. I wanted to say. Do you mind if I put on? Yeah, go for it. Just to summarize, I think, you know, I've learned quite a couple of things from Andrew Walker. And, you know, I just wanted to share five principles for investing in uncertain times to just keep in mind for all of those people out there. And, yeah, from my perspective, number one is patience. So people are either either too eager or they panic during these tough times. Um, Secondly, just look for opportunities. So times like these is when, you know, your wealthiest people are created So when there's a, you know, property out there and a potential to go find a deal, look for a deal, but definitely be careful and do your proper due diligence. And then to go on to number three is just be prepared. So have your reserves and your models and your systems in place for times like this where you can then strike. You know, when people are selling their properties far below market value, now's the time to buy and be prepared for that. You don't want to be cash strapped and you can't afford anything at this point. Um, And then fourth, learn, learn, learn. Um, Certainly... Learning is going to help you the most in this type of environment and you need to have a strong knowledge base and you need to be able to network with all the like-minded people inside the property space, understand what they're doing, learn from one another. And yeah, we're always out there to help our people. And then on five, yeah, be optimistic. You know, it's hard dealing with all these negative times that we are going through, but this is where you need to be positive and see the potential that can come from this and just empower and help as many people as you possibly can in this environment we're all struggling, but you know we're going to get through this, and we're just going to be better because of it. Cool, thanks. Shane. I don't know I if think there's Andrew's anyone else who wants to share. It's good, Andrew's back, so we will get Andrew sprinting again.
2: Andrew, you good? Hey guys. Okay, so that's what you get when you ask your son to plug the power of your of your laptop in. Eh? It just does. Okay, can you hear me? And, and can you hear me? Okay, there, Dave.
1: Yeah, you're good, Andrew. <laughs>
2: Cool. Well, I think, Dave, we're at the end of it anyway, right? Because um, I was just asking Matt and Shane a few questions there. Um, I don't think there's many questions for, for Bruno. Um, I've given everyone the date for this Saturday if you own one or more properties, and I've given you the date and the, and, the, and, the, and the subject for the 27th of May. So make sure you join those events. You know, Use the time in lockdown to keep educating yourself. You know, If you are interested in property deals, connect with us through SAP and Connect. Let us help you build that property portfolio. Um get in contact with us. I mean, someone's asking if for coaching Dave in Cape Town. The answer was absolutely yes. Let your friends um and family know about this. Um and I think Dave, I think that's it. Eh? I think we'll leave it there. I mean, from your side, Dave, is there is there anything else?
1: No, I think we're good. Um we'll just do a quick sign off and get everyone just to give their last word and then we can call you for it for Dave. Thanks.
2: Brilliant. So, very quickly, Michael Bowen, let's let's jump to you very quickly. We're going to be quick with this. What is one piece of advice you want to leave our listeners today?
6: Take the opportunity right now. Um, this is the time to start hunting, start to come and get all these properties in your books. Um, wait for the patience, and when the time is right, go for it.
2: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Michael. Mark, Van your very quickly, what is your what is one thing you would like to leave our listeners today?
0: Hey, uh get educated before you jump into anything get a property coach uh, and um, I just want to say one thing everybody mentions residential property but um, during this time how many how many businesses are going to be um, downscaling um from from big warehousing and and moving into smaller commercial properties so i see I see small commercial units um, going to be become very very popular um over the next uh, year or couple of months so so, so don't completely uh, write off commercial property um as a as an investment
2: brilliant thank you so much eh, Mark. Uh, Dile, what is one thing from your side that you'd like to leave us
4: um, I'd like to say to everyone that, you know, um, use this time to get as much knowledge as possible in the with property education. If it means getting a coach, get a coach um, and use technology. I mean, I think the lockdown has forced us into using technology. So embrace technology and use it to find those deals and to make the connections. Don't let the lockdown Brilliant. stop you.
2: 100 percent. Thank you, Silent dealer. OK, uh, one thing from you, Shane.
1: Yeah, so I think um, from my side, Matt, you can carry on, you can chat, and you can head us off.
5: Cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I think sometimes control your emotions. Um, very beautiful, eager, and um, that your uh, emotions are high, intelligence is low. So control your emotions in what you're, what you're and And, um, yeah, just go for it.
2: Okay, cool. So that's Matt and Shane. Uh, let's come to Bruno. So Bruno, you are on the line. Uh, what is one thing that you'd like to leave us with today, Bruno?
3: So what what makes this time differ from when we normally invest in properties is the fact that every day there's new things happening. So aside from what everyone said, which is very true, um, the education part I'm going to emphasize because every day, every time that government releases a new directive, we need to learn it. So stay up to date. Um, but there are things to do. There's always a plan. There's always an action that can be taken. So go for it. Like don't let anything stop you, but just educate yourself. Just make sure that you've stayed up to date at that day and you know exactly what's happening in the industry.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much, eh, Bruno. So, so ladies and gents, that's it. As a reminder, the 27th of May, we've got Zach Maiazza, who was the winner of the beginner category of the Investor of the Year. We've got Salendila, who was the most innovative investor of 2019. Um, And then we've got TJ, Tarai Jack, who won the big leagues and Donna Bonsai, who won the most growth. They're all going to join us on the 27th of May, and we're going to talk property, and how can we be investing in the property market today? Um, Please check the comments. Michelle Swart will be posting all the links for the workshop this Saturday for the 27th, Um, and please feel free to use Sap and Connect. We are reviewing and looking at property deals across South Africa on a daily basis now. And like the rest of them, we are all optimistic about the market. Thank you, Bruno. Thanks to the rest of the team. We're going to sign off now and I'll see you all next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on Prop Chat, brought to you by SA Property Investors Network. Make sure you visit their website, www.sapropertynetwork.com, where you will find ebooks, webinars, newsletters, training videos, property assessment tools, event tickets, and much more. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so you'll never miss a show. SA Property Investors Network, a place where property investors meet, connect today, expand tomorrow.